You're listening to a Talent Miles Talks podcast produced by Talent Miles, the company using digital approaches to create more dialogue and learning in teams and faster change in companies. Remote work has been around for a long time. It's nothing new, but how far have we actually come? What have we learned so far and what do we still need to figure out? With me here today to talk about these things, I have Inka Partanen. Welcome. Thank you. Inga is a business manager at the Finnish media online platform Rakentaja.fi. Uh, Inga, just to get started, would you like to tell me more about what is your experience um, with working remotely and, and how long have you been working remotely? Um, well, I've been working in, in mostly in, in media industry for about 20 years now. And uh, of that, I, I would say about 10 years I've been working with teams, uh, multi-located teams. So remote work has been uh, in my life at least 10 years mm-hmm. now, um, more or less. Um, not every day, but more and more. And and my last teams and my current team obviously are mostly working remotely. So so it's very, very familiar thing for me. Okay. Yes, that's really interesting to hear. It's not it's not actually new to you. It's something you've been doing for uh, for a really long time. Um, but um, have you seen a change happening now? Because I mean, you've, you've been working remotely for ten years, and now suddenly, I think it's it's still a new thing for many people, and at least the mass of how many people are now working remotely. Have you seen a, a change in how that has affected the way we work? Well, uh, when I started uh, to have these multi-located teams ten uh, years ago or so, um, obviously the technical things were a big issue for many, and even the internet connections and so on. Mm-hmm. So back then we were talking about a lot about uh, like practicalities, um, but since then uh, things have changed a lot. Like um, most people, at least in 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 workspaces where I am, uh, I have been working, uh, have tried or even used to working remotely. So it, it, people have had time to learn new skills and and um, how to manage uh, meetings and so on. But of course, last spring was a huge change. Still, mm. even mm. for for people like me who've been working in this way more or less many years um, because suddenly we needed to stop everything stop st- seeing each other each other and mm-hmm. um, for me the last spring was even more <laughs> strange because I actually started in this uh, job of mine this current job um, uh, just two weeks after the lockdown started so I started with wow. the team in, in completely <laughs> remote mode and um, Uh, I gladly I, I managed to meet my team once before the lock, lockdown <laughs> very briefly but since then everything has been like you know distance distance meetings and, and virtual communication. Wow that sounds really um, like a really rough start to a new a new job you just come into a new organization right it was a new new to you new people new organization. And you had a manager position. So, how did you uh, make that work? I mean, did you feel that that um, 
you had the, the support or how, how did you how did you get into a new position in a new organization remotely did you feel you could connect to people any anyway and how did you connect to them um well that is um something that i i still i'm trying to figure out like how am i doing uh mm. but um in like everyday work it hasn't been big issue uh, we have good systems uh, people have been very uh, keen to learn new ways of communicating and, and I've been I, I feel uh, that I'm, I've been I've managed to communicate well with most people uh, but of course I have to um, to be honest I have to I, I'm not I, I can't be sure that everything is is as well as it could be if we could meet each other more often um, mm. So it, it's it's been a bit difficult, but the situation overall is is very strange for everybody, not only in my team or my personally, for myself. So um, we just have to manage somehow and hope hope uh, that that we're doing the right decisions. And of course, I have to you know keep asking more than normally uh, from my team leaders and and everybody in my teams so that. How 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 are you? How is how is things and and so on? Exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, um, in that sense, I think it's very lucky that that you have all this experience of of working remotely from before. As you said, it's nothing uh, new to you. You've been remote for for on and off, like in different positions for ten years. Um, and now that you got this new position just at the beginning of the lockdown. Um, you're in a very good position to help this new team probably to adapt. Uh, you have already done this for a long time and have the tools and all of that. Um, but could you see, of course it's it's probably, I can imagine it's it's uh, as a new team leader or a new manager, it's it's a bit more tricky because you don't know your people yet. It's because if you are very familiar with people, you can sort of just see by the way their expression is that, are they having a good day or a bad day? But but with new people, I guess you have to be even more sensitive to changes. But what what would you say were the main um, effects that this uh, sudden transition to to remote work had on on your team? How did people react? Um, well, firstly, I have to say that everybody has been very brave. <laughs> like uh, you know, we can do this, and uh, no problem. Every every like practical things have have have. We've been able to manage most things with no problems, mm. but the um, emotional uh, part of this uh, is something that uh, I still think we need to deal with, uh, mm. because, um, like you said, um, it, when you meet people, it's easier to sense their feelings, even those that they probably don't understand themselves yet. Uh, and I've always been quite proud of uh, my skills of reading people's uh, feelings, and and it's clear that in situation like this, it's more difficult to uh, understand what's going on and and you know start reacting early enough, especially with new people that I I don't 
I don't know how they react in in when they are like worried or or angry or whatever. So so it's it's of course it's very difficult. Um, but the good thing is that it has forced me to rely more uh, on on the team leaders, uh, which is obviously something I should do <laughs> as a as a leader here. Um, to ask uh, how are they t- their teams uh, doing and 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 uh, like force the whole team to commu- communicate more and and ask you know every day that uh, are you alright uh, how 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 is how is things for you like um, not not just about the practical stuff. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. So what you're saying is actually that in some ways um, going through this difficult time has also sort of, uh, let us say, forced, I mean, not forced, but it has forced people to get more close and and rely more on each other because you can't maybe only rely on you, on on yourself and your ability to to sense what people are feeling and thinking, but you have to actually much more uh use use the other team leaders uh and and hear what they are saying and all of that yeah yeah that that's that's a good thing yes in yeah. this situation but still of course i worry about uh that there might be some people that uh, are not able to you know just say aloud that i'm i'm worried or i'm not feeling well i or i have too much work to do um so and it and it's definitely more difficult to spot those those problems early enough if it's because people are now people are like forced to take care of themselves and mm-hmm. and if they just cannot communicate about it, it it'll cause problems we haven't had any major problems yet but i still worry a bit that there might be yeah. some people who who sort of suffer somehow in this situation exactly and when we don't see each other face to face it's it's more difficult maybe to um notice those early signals that something yeah. is, is happening and something is wrong Communication is is in one way very easy because we have a lot of technical tools. We have all of our uh, online meetings and slacks and everything, and and it works. Um, but but is it enough? And and does that really convey all of the things that we want to and need to convey to each other? One thing that I've been thinking a lot about recently is, or not recently, but during this whole time, is how strange it is that for all this time that we're working remotely we never for example look each other in the eye because it's not possible because we're looking at the screen or we're looking if one person is looking at the camera uh the other person can feel like they're looking the other person in the eyes but but we can't do it in the same time and that's a small thing but still i wonder um how what what does that do to us as as humans like that because that's a very human thing i think a natural way of us for us to to connect is to look at each other and and talk and with all of that missing i think that's um something we really need to be aware of i'm not sure what to do about it but i think it's important to be aware yes and we 
try to organize some uh, like un- informal uh, meetings as well, just to talk and have a, maybe a cup of coffee and so on. Mm-hmm. But um, I've noticed that um, I really miss seeing people um, like in the workplace, not in a meeting, but between meetings, because uh, you can tell a lot about people's feelings when you see, you know, how are they communicating while eating lunch, for instance, or um, are they sitting alone, not talking to anybody, or are they walking around the office and and having a chat with people and laughing? So that's something I really miss, and and it's something that really helps managers as well to sense the feelings. So um, that is something we we can't re- replace with any virtual communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that is so true. And I can, I mean, the, hearing you speak about these things, it's very clear that that you are, as you said, you, you are very good at, at reading, uh, reading the room, to, so to speak, and, and sensing what people are, um, what's going on in the office. Uh, and, and yeah, that's, it is challenging to have sort of that tool clipped away from you in some ways. What about yourself? Have you noticed in in you uh, personally a change in in the way you work? And I mean, yeah, as we previously said, you've had a long experience of remote work, but now uh, do you see yourself changing the way you work? Um, Yeah, I think the experience and maybe my personality also helps that I I feel it's quite easy for me to organize my days or weeks and and communicate virtually and even even in writing for instance in slack that's no problem so i i feel that i i've managed to organize my work and even like working with my team quite well uh, even though in the situation is very very strange um, um but I've been quite surprised how much I really, really miss seeing people. And it, it doesn't mean that I don't normally like people, but um, um, but it's become more and more clear that this this type of work, like total remote mode, uh, is not good for any of us. So I've... For instance, I, I don't normally uh, make phone calls a lot. I usually organize a meeting or or just write emails or Slack or something like that. But I've found myself calling people quite a lot now, even with no you know nothing special because I just want to chat, and that's something something that is that is new for me. So I think this situation changes people even maybe not even personalities but ways of working and i think it's also vice versa people who 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 are very talkative and and um don't usually like working alone have learned new skills and have learned to manage their days alone and um so on so maybe we are mm. all learning new things yeah that's um i can yeah i, I that's really interesting and I can completely see the same thing yeah that that in some ways people who who maybe used to be more more quiet in meetings maybe 
they can get their voice heard better in, in online meetings because it might be easier. There's less um, uh, interruptions. Maybe people are a bit more waiting for their turn in online meetings than, than usually. And it's easier for, for someone who is a bit more maybe introverted to get their, get their word in. And on the other hand, uh, yeah, I, I think it's, um, yeah, I think you're very onto something there that it's a new skill for everybody. And, and people who really like teamwork have really had to now mm-hmm. uh, find that um, self-leadership thing yes. more in themselves. Yes. How do you think, how can we um, support that? How can we make it easier for our teams to to develop those new skills that they need? What, what could you as a leader do or what have you done or what have you thought about doing uh well firstly of course we've we've had a lot of discussions about how to um work how to manage your work and maybe those interruptions because um um, for instance communication in slack has of course increased quite a lot so uh, and emails and so on and and many people have also said that it's very hard to uh, spend your days uh, like moving from one virtual meeting into another and sit at, at the computer so much. Um, but we've shared uh, the best practices uh, of how to how to help yourself and try to encourage people to. Um, take pauses and go out walking and and so on um, and this is something definitely we we have to keep doing mm-hmm. um, and also um, I've tried to encourage people to also meet each other uh, we it's not very easy but for instance go out out walking and our mm-hmm. teams have have met each other um, outside uh, with you know safety distances and so on um so to be able to do at least that uh, it helps a lot so that we don't forget each other and and we 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 have have, we have open possibilities for for like informal communications as well but as we head to the winter it's (laughs) it it doesn't get any easier so um but hopefully yeah. we can do that at least sometimes. Mm. That sounds, yeah, that sounds very good. And I like the idea of, of uh, encouraging people to still still meet in, in whatever ways possible, even small ways, because I, th- I think, yeah, as, as you said, it's important not to forget each other. Um, I think even though you could talk to somebody every day on, on Zoom or something, it's not the same thing as meeting because that sort of relationship, that feeling of that you're a real person, it sort of slowly disappears somewhere uh, if we never, never really meet. On the other hand, um, as you said, it, it can also bring teams closer together when we rely on each other more now mm. or yeah. be helping each other out. One very big challenge in in this year has been that everything is just being postponed. Everything is just being pushed forward and we don't know it's so, everything is up in the air and uncertain. Um, 
what is your take on this? How does this affect business and, and work, this constant uh, postponing and, and uncertainty? Um, it is a big issue. Uh, and I've only recently started to realize that we cannot uh, work well in a situation that we keep thinking that maybe next week or next month this will change. Uh, because I've realized that maybe um, partly unconsciously I've, I've postponed some things that we need needs to be done, like planning for, for instance, next year. Okay, we'll we'll do that better when we are able to sit around the table and and talk and uh, throw ideas and so on. Um, but we just have to find ways to do all of the things even those that are difficult to do in virtual meetings uh, because we really don't know what, what's going to happen and how, how is this going to turn out during the yeah. winter yeah how long will this go on yes. I have no idea yes and and I, I, I also feel that I, I shouldn't be um, giving the team any idea that uh, of an uncertainty we should be able to build some structure for everybody. Like, for instance, I feel that it would be even easier that we just decide that we will work like this for a year now. Uh, and we don't think about coming back to work before that. We haven't made that decision. Um, but I, I think we should talk about the sort of... Um, longer term uh, practicalities a lot more because um, every day that people feel like next week might be different than this one um, it creates sort of a waiting experience or atmosphere and and that that, that doesn't make make our work very efficient no that's very it's very taxing uh, to be in that constant state of waiting and and maybe hoping and then then your hopes are not met and that's very i think it's drains a lot of energy from everybody to yes. have that sort of just waiting and waiting and nothing is happening so yeah um yes i agree with you i think definitely as a as a leader it is uh one a big responsibility to sort of try to build some form of um stability or certainty or a feeling of of normal even though things are not normal uh but but creating something that that we can feel that it's okay for now and and this is how we're going to do it um yeah i like your idea of maybe giving some form of deadline even though we all know it's not uh we can't promise anything but i i like that idea a lot but do you have other uh, suggestions or or ideas of of how we could as a team develop new new ways of of dealing with this or well i think we should start again sort of exper experimenting with uh, new ways of having meetings or new ways of sharing ideas uh, uh, using maybe different technical tools because i i feel last spring we were like very innovative about about uh, how should we work this out and how should we organize our weeks and so on um, but now we've sort of um, found one way of doing this and stick to it 
but I think I still think that we could do better and we we could find new ways and learn from other teams as well. So mm. maybe we should ask ask about how 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 did you do this and and how how are your days and today it's even more easy because we can join maybe other teams meetings exactly yeah Yeah. no I like this idea definitely and that sounds um yeah first of all it sounds like you're saying let's not get stuck here because it's um yeah of course it's maybe easy to just okay we figured this out this is how it works this is how slack works we're done and then you're very happy that now it works um but already before uh we know that the world is getting smaller and smaller and 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 sort of the step to any person in the world really is quite small surprisingly small but now with this new uh remote work and and all these tools that we are all using it's even smaller it's so easy to reach out to anybody so you don't have to actually limit yourself to just um the team next door but you could uh maybe you could as a team um make a, a sort of a virtual visit to an organization somewhere completely different or in a different industry or a different country or something and, and learn from them and share experiences on on how to um how to for example do uh, brainstorming virtually or how to yes. how have they done their strategy process that would be very i think that would at least for me i i sense that already i'm feeling a bit more energetic because that would be fun to Yes, and and so easy to organize because it's so easy. it's just one click and at your computer and you're exactly in, in, in you know from another country's mm. uh, meeting. Maybe that's an idea we should continue developing. The benefits of remote work we've said a few. We've said that it helped us bond as teams stronger because we need to to help each other out and you said it's also quite in one way quite easy because you're more in control of your own calendar and your own work day is there any other things that you think have been uh good uh what are the best things about remote work uh well uh earlier you mentioned that maybe different people um shine in this situation and get, uh, get more room for their, their way of communicating and i totally agree um and i i also feel that this situation is is almost more equal <laughs> at least in in teams that some people are working remotely all the time and some people used to work uh, go to the office um because uh, especially the meetings where some people are are remotely from their homes and some people gather in the office mm-hmm. uh, it's not the communication is is not always um well uh, between those uh, locations but now that everybody is in different places we have to all communicate in the same way and and it it it's sort of um I think it's more equal way way of finding the the way of communicating online. Yeah, that's I think that's very interesting, and I think uh, also not just I mean on team level, yes, I agree, but I also think that that can be said on a more uh, bigger scale, like just on the job market. I think that's a big equalizer that 
Mm. Remote work can mean that somebody who maybe couldn't apply for a job because it's in a different city or a different location, they couldn't apply before. But now with remote work being so, uh, um, it's so clear that we're working remotely, it's that you don't have to be at the office, at least not every day. Yeah. I think this gives, gives opportunities. Yes, yes. And, and I've been quite surprised how many people have mentioned that now that I don't have to go to work, uh, so use use some time to actually get into the workplace, I have more time. Like, for instance, people who have kids and they need to be taken to school or uh, to daycare or whatever, um, people have more time and are maybe more relaxed or even have time for, you know, go jogging or something like that. Um, that definitely gives uh, room for for new people to flourish and and uh, maybe organize their days better so mm. um, that has been very very good for for some some people yeah. but it, of course i have to mention that there are some others who who maybe live alone and quite, may may feel quite lonely in this situation but um, then again for some people this has been in a great mm. opportunity exactly if um, we would try to to sum all the things that we have uh, figured out so far uh, about things that we've learned and things that we still need to to continue developing as was the the, the point of this um our conversation today i think what we've seen is uh self-leadership and self-management is quite important for teams um because we're all very we're all at home and we need to lead our own job more and more. Um, you as a leader cannot see what's happening there behind the screen completely. So, so you need to have more, more trust and in people. And then also uh, we all need to develop our self-leadership skills. One thing that I think we've... Uh, talked about but not not brought up as one point is is this thing trust that is quite a central point I think in remote work trusting that uh, everybody does their part even though we're not physically present I'm wondering do you have any um, experience of of how to build trust in a remote team what are the things that can help or or what are the things that can harm uh, trust in your team yeah. yeah, that's uh, of course some, something that comes up every now and then um, in discussions in in my workplace, of course, as well. Um, and I, I, well, the first thing I always do is is to increase the communication within team, um, and that's something we did right away when when this uh, remote period started we increased the number of, of weeklies and and like regular meetings because uh, that way we can share what we are doing um, maybe see earlier that some people are doing too much or maybe even too less usually it's it's that people are doing um, like overworking mm-hmm. but uh, in any case, uh, you need to communicate more and and sort of almost force people to share 
what's going on? What are you doing next? Have you any problems? And so on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the easiest answer to that question. Mm-hmm. But uh, but also the the other other thing that I find more difficult is to I have to trust that people uh, are honest about their problems. Um, uh, especially when they are feeling not feeling well or or feeling worried, because the almost the only way of finding out these things is to ask. You, because like we talked before, it's more difficult to see and sense these things. So mm-hmm. we have to trust also that people uh, are willing to share their their problems and and mm-hmm. bad moments. Yeah, that's very true. And for people to have the willingness to tell you about problems or or difficult things is, of course, that there is already a sense of of trust and psychological safety in that team to begin with. Uh, sadly, if if a team was did not have very high level of trust or did not have psychological safety at the beginning of this pandemic, I think this has been a very probably a, a very difficult time uh, because. This has been such a big um, challenge and, and a bit of a crisis for everybody uh, that getting through this, uh, if you don't have that base level of, of trust, can be very difficult. And on, on the other hand, if if you have a team where all of that sort of background work has been done and you have established good relationships, then maybe it is easier also to keep it up and, and keep it going in, in these times. So, But I think the one the one thing that we keep getting back to in our conversation is communication and and talking. We should talk more with each other uh, in one way that se- seems um, funny because I think everybody what what I hear is everybody says that all they do every day is just talking in in uh, video conferences and they're just in meetings all the time talking and talking and talking. And now we're saying we should talk more. Um, <laughs> but but maybe it's also about what we talk about. It's not yes. uh, the amount of meetings, but uh, what we should talk about and what should we talk about, Inga? What should what are the things we should talk more about? Well, uh, this might sound a bit funny, but I I I think we should talk a bit less about the work itself and mm-hmm. um, have those informal conversations to uh, create the the atmosphere of trust like you said and and uh, knowing of each other and and getting closer so mm. that definitely helps helps people to survive these strange times but also uh, the managers and and team members to to create new new ways of communication in when we're talking also about work so um, that is that is something that we definitely should increase. Good, I, I completely agree with you there. Yeah, it sounds a bit um, uh, funny, but yes, maybe we should we should talk less about work and more about yes. um, each other and yes. and remember that we're still uh, also humans and not just these robots that should be uh, effective all the time. Uh, thank you so much, Inga, for this talk. It's been a pleasure uh, talking with you and and uh, hearing with all your experience in in remote work. I hope that that you have a very 
good uh, fall in ahead of you. Thank you for for being here today. Thank you. It's been fun. You have been listening to a Talent Miles Talks podcast produced by Talent Miles, the company using digital approaches to create more dialogue and learning in teams and faster change in companies. Learn more at www.talentmiles.pro.